if you're sitting here listening to this, like, I'm not an athlete. Yeah, what I'm, does this have to do with I'm me? I'm 45 years old. I'm not running, old. Old. Yeah. I'm not running L, L drills at, you know, at 45 years old. The reason mobility is so important for us now, you and I, we're not athletes anymore, right? Or, you know, in the, in the real sense of the word, they, I guess CrossFit, they call everybody an athlete, but in the real sense of the word, we're, now we're dads, we have desk jobs, yeah. we're combating a lot of sedentary yeah. behavior. Mobility is important for us. One, number one reason for pain management. Yep. Keeping ourselves pain-free. For example, the squat is a good example of this. If your ankles are limited in any way at all on a squat or your upper back is not strong enough to be able to keep your chest up in a squat, that can manifest itself in either knee injuries, Hips. hip pain, yeah. low back pain. So if you think about you know, why this would be important to you, Think about your, your, your just normal squat pattern. That's getting up out of a chair. That's, you know, sitting down on the toilet. These are things that we do every yeah, single out day. Outdoing yard work. Outdoing yard work. These are yeah. things we do every single day. If you're not mobile, you're not able to get in it. Think about, you just mentioned it, yard work. Bending over, reaching, you know, picking up something off the ground and, and moving it to another place. If yeah. you don't have the mobility, the flexibility, the strength in the right areas to be able to reach down and bend up in a good position, think about how many people reach over and they pick up their pillow and their back goes out and they yeah. say, you know, they, they think that was what caused, that's not what caused it. It's a lack of mobility. It's, that's a, right. it's poor movement quality yeah. up to and, that point. Did you watch the CrossFit games this weekend? I did. <laughs> I did. It was weird because, I mean, I caught a little bit on my phone here and there. And so I wasn't, like, watching it, like, the whole time. But, like, my wife, we're at um, uh, my parents' house. she into house. it? No. Oh. No. She doesn't do, she doesn't do sports. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, I was at my parents' and I, like, we're sitting there waiting to, like, go to the pool or something like that. And, and I pulled it out. And it was, um, it was the women's finale. Mm. And it was right as... Tia was, was, finishing. was finishing. So I was watching it and she like comes over and she's like, Oh my gosh, you're obsessed. I'm like, <laughs> I think I've had it three times in the last five days. I've watched. Was it. this the first year you've watched them? Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. you're, you're a big CrossFitter guy now. Big cross. I got my first comp this weekend. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. This coming weekend? This coming weekend. Oh shoot. What is it? The Salina throwdown? It's uh, it's the in-house. It's just the in-house. The armadillo throwdown? Yeah. I'm like anti-competition. I'm not going to compete. Cause Why not? Because I, I will take it way too serious, and I'll hurt myself. And well, that's just a problem. And then I, if I, when I lose, I'm not going to be pleasant to be around for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe dial that back a little mm -hmm. bit. But I think a little friendly competition is fun. Yeah, it'll be good. Just it'll don't ruin good. any relationships up at the gym. Know, I can't promise it. <laughs> the box. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, you know, I don't go, I don't formally do CrossFit. I don't go to a CrossFit gym, and I never have. But I actually started watching them back in 2014, yeah. believe it or not. Uh, you know, that was back when Rich Froning was doing his whole thing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, just you can probably skip forward like three or four minutes. We'll eventually get we're, to what we're yeah, talking we're gonna, about. Yeah, we're going to bro out for a little bit. <laughs> but that kind of got me interested initially. It seemed yeah. like a good dude, yeah. right? You know, was winning all the time. And so I've watched every year since then. Yeah. And it, it's a fascinating sport. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing what they're able to do. Yeah. And, you know, and, they're oh. strong. They're mobile. They have a great endurance. Like it, I know Everything. people hate on it and they make fun of it, but those 
I don't. I mean, it's a, it's unreal. It's, it's what gymnastics. Did. Yeah. It's strength. It's endurance. It's just mental toughness. And you know what's funny? And as I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna beat you to it because I know you're about to go to it. Um, and I'm watching the games, and I'm like, frick, was Ben on this panel to create these exercises? Because did you notice how many like loaded carries there were? Oh, I love absolutely. Love we that. talked about. We've been talking about it for months they under, now. Yeah, right? they understand. They had the Capitol, which was like it was kind of a cool event. They go downtown mm-hmm. um, in Madison, Wisconsin, and there's the Capitol and all that stuff. And but they're like you know carrying big sandbags up the stairs mm-hmm. and. Um, they're doing farmers carries and then they're doing the sandbag lifts. They didn't do any like Olympic lifts. They did a jerk. Um, Dude, they did a jerk session. That sandbag, like, the sandbag thing. That yes. was awesome. <laughs> and then the girl that won it, by the way, beast. Oh, did you see my. her legs? <laughs> her legs size are bigger than shoulders. your torso. hundred <laughs> percent size of my shoulders. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, they did a max. They had these sandbags, women oh. and men. And I think the women's went all the way up to 250 pounds yeah. sandbag. Yeah. And if you've ever seen a sandbag, I mean, they're bulky, they're awkward, uh-huh. obviously heavy. Uh-huh. And they had to try to lift the sandbag up to their shoulder. Yeah. Just one time. That, yeah. that was the competition. But it was exciting, man. It was. Yeah. And the men's went up to 350. Three, they had to like bring. That. Yeah. So they, they had 340 out there uh-huh. and three guys got it. So they had to wheel out a heavier bag. They didn't, have, they didn't have it out there originally. Dang. And none of the guys ended up getting the, the 350, but it was, it was phenomenal. But yeah, no, I love, I love the CrossFit game. I think yeah. it's, and obviously, you know, the show with the podcast, we've had, yeah. you know, the three greatest of all time. We've had Rich on uh, episode yeah. 15. We had Matt Frazier on, which was in 20, the last episode of 2021. I forget the exact number, but if you can go back and listen. Uh, we had him on again this year. Yeah. And then we had Tia on this year. Um, so it's cool. It was cool getting another story and then yeah. seeing them, obviously, you know, because Rich is still doing on the team. Tia's yeah. still dominating in the women. And then Matt is now coaching. And yeah. so that was cool to see, yeah. you know, a couple of his athletes doing really well. So, uh, yeah, if you don't, if you've never seen CrossFit or the CrossFit games or you're, you're too cool and you're, you know, make fun of it, I don't, I don't understand why. Go check it out. It's, yeah. it's absolutely phenomenal. And, and, you know, being the guy that was like anti CrossFit, all about football, yeah, I was like all football. And it was so entertaining to watch. So entertaining. Like it really They've was. got it down to where it's it's fun. And, and I think, you know, they've done a good job, commentators, right? Because they're talking through things, but like in my mind, I'm like, okay, what are you going to talk about? Like yeah. people exercising <laughs> for five days? Like, but there was so much because there's so much strategy that right. goes into it. And for every single exercise and every single lift, and there's thought process behind it. And I mean, it was, it really was fascinating. Yeah, it's not just, you know, press the clock and let's go. Like, yeah. you got to know when to push yeah. hard, how yeah. many reps to do so you don't yeah. burn out, how far to push. Like, there was one, um, and it's, you got to know your strengths too. Like, there was one, it was, uh, it was like a shuttle. And they're doing 50 mm-hmm. yards up and back. And they're doing like 400 at a time, 400, 600, 800. And one of the guys, because because of the timing, and yep. then you go right into to, uh, jerks, and the guys were at like 300 pounds yeah. and for reps, as many mm-hmm. as you can get. And one of the guys is like, hey, look, I know that I'm not going to win the lift, so I'm going to crush the run, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get 100 points for the run. So it's right. all strategy. strategy. Yeah. I think my favorite event, I don't know if you watched it, yes, was Sunday morning. They had a sled with this like open bucket and they had six kettlebells in the sled and they'd push it and they'd take two kettlebells out, push it, two kettlebells out. And when they came back, they had to stop and do cleaning jerks with the kettlebell. I thought that was a really, I'll I'll probably do it back up. I'll probably do that at home. So a variation of that. I thought that was Mm -hmm. really fun. But anyway, it it was great. But I think, you know, 
obviously endurance, strength, mm-hmm. you know, they're deadlifting 475 pounds and at the same time having to walk on their hands yeah. uh, or having to run three miles. Like it yeah. was just a wide range yeah. of ability. And one of the biggest things, if you, if you notice and you watch, was the mobility aspect. Mm-hmm. Some of these exercises they're required to do yeah. require insane yep. mobility. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to talk about today was just the importance mm-hmm. of mobility for anybody, not just CrossFit Games athletes, but anybody, whether you're 60, whether you're 12, whoever you are, the importance of mobility. But before we get there, obviously, we do want to thank our partners. Uh, first and foremost, Choctaw Casino and Resort. Yeah. Um, it was hot this weekend, really hot. It would have been a great time to head on up. The short drive to I-75 and head on up to the pool up there in Durant, Gosh, Oklahoma. Man. Get yourself a nice little we're, fruity drink. We're heading up there soon, and I cannot wait yeah. to get into oh, that yeah. pool. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's a great and, – and bring the kiddos. They've got slides. They've got a kid's pool. They've True got- story. We drove to northeast Oklahoma last week, mm-hmm. drove by Choctaw. Yeah. My son, unprompted, my five-year-old son, didn't even say anything. He goes, whoa, look at that cool pool out there. And he was talking about the Choctaw Resort yeah. pool because he saw the big yeah. slide. So this is a five-year-old. So if you think, oh, it's just for adults, it's, it's all gambling. No, kids can have fun up there too. There's arcade game for kids, multiple restaurants, brand new hotel. So absolutely make, you know, summer's almost over. I think school starts this week. So we start, the window's we very narrow. We start Wednesday. So <laughs> get, by the get time, out there. so when this airs, it's today. Yeah. Well, how about celebrate the first week of school? There you go. With, with a nice little You made trip. it. Nice little the first two trip. days. That's right. Let's so go get to yourself school. to Choctaw. And then when you get back home, yeah. make sure that you're sleeping in a sleep number 360 smart bed. Come on. Uh, that was another thing. Obviously, anytime you travel, we set up before, but anytime I travel, I notice yeah. a massive difference. It, it's... It's a blessing and a curse, that bed, because <laughs> when you go away for three nights, you definitely tell a difference in your sleep, yeah. your sleep quality. So uh, the 360 smart bed, they're literally replacing all the old school sleep technology with the, all the hookups and the you know, crazy machines, and you can have it right there in your home. Yeah. Sleep, you know, high-quality sleep study. Sleep score, yep. adjust to you. Um, it, I mean, heated, cooled. I mean, it's the my wife launch. loves the heated. Oh man, <laughs> no, it, and it kind of drives me crazy. I'm a sleep number. Take notes. Like, have a distinct separation yes. because, like, sometimes their little foot warmer will kick over to my side, and I'm like, <laughs> you suck, and then I just can't sleep. That's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, get yourself to sleepnumber.com or find yourself a local store. They're yep. everywhere. Um, I've got one right near my house, so it's great to just pop in there. Uh, whenever need something. So anyway, back to mobility, mobility. Yeah. And when you were in high school specifically, maybe even college, cause you were in college, what? Oh, five, Oh, three to oh, three to oh, seven. Okay. So high school, college was mobility considered very much in your strength training program. Um, p- partly very none with football. And Sorry. Hold on. Maybe let's define yeah. what we mean when we say mobility. Yeah. So when you think of mobility, you think of flexibility more than likely. You think of stretching, right? You sit there, you reach over, you touch your toes. That's what, that's old school flexibility yeah. training. Yeah. That's what people which think. Which is important. Which is yeah. great. Static yeah. stretching, yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're talking more dynamic, meaning movement. Yep. We're talking more 
How do you control the end ranges of motion? How do you, you know, think like deep squats or being able to get your arm, both arms overhead in a good position. Knee flexibility, ankle flexibility, wrist flexibility, shoulder flexibility. Yeah, being able to move well. That's what we mean when we say mobility. And and Tyler, I'll let you answer. I have my experience with Uh mobility in sports. Yeah. What what was your experience? Yeah. So, so it was more geared around wrestling um, just because there's, there's a a huge need. If you're stiff in wrestling and you can't, you, you get stuck in positions because you know, your ankle's stiff or you can't get into a position like it hurts you. Like it really does. So there was a lot more work on the wrestling side than there was football. Football, there was very little. It was it was kind of the same. Like your dynamic warm up, you know, you stretch before practice. Again, I don't know how good how much good that even does. Right. Um, but the actual mobility came from the wrestling side. So I was aware, mm-hmm. but I thought it just kind of directly translated just to wrestling. Right. It was like, all right, you know, if I'm in the bottom position. Um, you know, I've got to be able to, you know, sit on my feet with my, with my feet flat. So I'm sitting on my ankles. Um, and then I've got to be able to, you know, have good knee flexion. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when you, when you didn't have it, like if I was injured, like I tore my meniscus, my sophomore and junior year in wrestling and like, just not being able to like fully compress your knee. Mm-hmm. Oh dude, it was a game changer. Yeah. Like it, it, it exposes you. So so that side of it. Um, and then in college, um, it was it was probably more focus on it was still old school because it was still more focused on like soft tissue, like muscle stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a uh, we had a strength coach who actually now is the head coach for the, the head strength coach for the New England Patriots and been there for a long time. He was great. So he thought completely different than our head coach. He was our assistant there. Thought head coach was like he coached the strength program out of the the Arnold Schwarzenegger modern modern <laughs> bodybuilding encyclopedia literally not kidding i know the book not kidding oh yeah we all do and uh and so all they all he cared about was all right what are what are our numbers squat deep go heavy like old school old school um but this guy's name's Moses Cabrera Moses was like all right now we've got to work on mobility we've got to work on hip explosion mm-hmm. we've got to work on um, you know, trigger points. We've, there's things that like, I'm like, what? this is like, this is voodoo. Like mm-hmm. this doesn't make any sense. Um, but he took a small group of us, worked with us. And it was, I mean, yeah, it was huge for us. Yeah. Then you were, you were more advanced than us. It wasn't mentioned at all in high school for sure. Oh yeah. College until I actually graduated the strength coach that came in actually until my senior year, the strength coach that came in my last year was the first one that ever discussed the importance of mobility. And this was 2011, 2010. So still somewhat early, not really. I mean, I guess mainstream, but still somewhat early in the football realm, at least for anything I had ever experienced. And, and then it wasn't until I went on to my first career in fitness at, at Equinox, the gym Equinox, or the club, Equinox, they, they hate it when you say gym. <laughs> Those snotty people. Bougie. <laughs> but that was really when mobility was yeah. first introduced. Yeah. And, and really when my world was opened up to, the, to, to mobility. Yeah. And I am 100% convinced. You know, I tore my ACL my last year in college. 
I'm 100% convinced that was that had a couple. There's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, we used to tape our ankles all the time. I don't know if you guys did that when y'all played. Mm-hmm. For some oh, reason, I don't day. know why. Yeah, we like, tape them. There, practice. Was, a point, there yeah. was a point where it was required in college yeah. that we had yeah. to. So we so you're stiffening. You're literally immobilizing your ankles. Yeah. Which again, acutely speaking, yeah, that's fine. I guess you don't want to you don't you want to prevent ankle sprains yeah. and things like that. But you're not considering the up the chain what happens. Yeah to other joints when you do that. So that was number one. I always tape my ankles and everything. Number two, we never did no mobility drills. Never, never even considered anything outside of squats, you know, cleans, things like that. We didn't move three-dimensionally in our training. And so I'm 100% convinced, had we known about mobility back then, 100%. and three-dimensional training and strengthening mm-hmm. the right areas, lengthening the, the uh, you know, other areas, if we had known about all this, mm-hmm. That would have prevented my injury. Three-dimensional training. And when I graduated, same thing as I worked with a guy who had previously been a strength coach at Fresno State, but just was really good. Had his own private private training company and really worked with all the elite athletes. They went to to him. And, um, you know, going through college, you go through combine testing. You go through the shuttle. You go through the L test. You go through your 40. You go through the bench press. You go through the jump. You go through all these things, right? But it wasn't until I graduated, started working with his name, Steve. And when I started working with him, it was like, okay, you don't just try harder to run faster. Right. Like, cause that's all we did that all was summer. All we did. It yep. was like, all that's right, all run your shuttle. Yep. It's like, okay, well, if you don't have the hip, ankle and knee mobility to get low on your shuttle when you're changing directions, like there's really not much you can do. You can get your legs stronger. I get it. But like if the mobility aspect of it, is that's what's going to help you run a smoother mm-hmm. and more efficient time on that, especially with the L test. And so same deal, like, okay, why can't I, why can't I turn the hoop as fast as some of these guys? And so when I say turn the hoop is in, uh, there's a test called the L test. It's called three cone or the L test. And so you go up and back on a cone and then you run like an L shape and then you come back around. Well, what the, the scouts are looking for when you're running this L test is your ability to drop your hips, turn around the cone and run as tight and as fast as you can. But like that has to do with hip flexibility. That has to do with ankle flexibility. That has to do with torso. That has to do with your C-spine, T-spine. I mean, there's all this stuff that goes into like actually being able to move fluid and fast around these turns. And I was a pass rusher. So we're always turning the corner, always turning the corner. Right. And I just think, man, if I had had, the focus on this mobility that I'm doing now, post-playing, yep. Yep. while I was playing, how much better could I have yeah. been? Yeah, and so we're you know we're using a lot of athletic examples. That was our history. Yeah. But if you're sitting here listening to this, you're like, I'm not an athlete. Yeah, what I'm, does this have to do with I'm me? I'm 45 years old. I'm not running L drills at, you know, at 45 years old. The reason mobility is so important for us now, you and I, <laughs> we're not athletes anymore, right? Or, you know, in the in the real sense of the word, they – I guess CrossFit, they call everybody an athlete, but in the real sense of the word, we're, now we're dads, we have desk jobs, yeah. we're combating a lot of sedentary yeah. behavior. Mobility is important for us. One Number one reason for pain management. Yep. Keeping ourselves pain-free. For example, the squat is a good example of this. If your ankles are limited in any way at all on a squat or your upper back is not strong enough to be able to keep your chest up in a squat that can manifest itself in either knee injuries, Hips. hip pain, yeah. low back pain. So if you think about 
you know, why this would be important to you, think about your, your, your just normal squat pattern. That's getting up out of a chair. That's, you know, sitting down on the toilet. These are things that we do every yeah, single out day. Outdoing yard work. Outdoing yard work. These are yeah. things we do every single day. If you're not mobile, you're not able to get in it. Think about, you just mentioned it, yard work. Bending over, reaching, you know, picking up something off the ground and, and moving it to another place. If yeah. you don't have the mobility, the flexibility, the strength in the right areas to be able to reach down and bend up in a good position, think about how many people reach over and they pick up their pillow and their back goes out and they yeah. say, you know, they, they think that was what caused That's not what caused it. It's a lack of mobility. It's, right. a, it's poor movement quality yeah. up to and, that point. And you mentioned it. It's a chain, right? If your ankles are stiff, then you put extra pressure on your knees or hips, right? And if your hips are tight or stiff or, uh, or they're hurting or whatever, then it puts extra pressure on your back. Mm-hmm. And then back goes up to your neck. Again, it's literally a chain, and the whole, your whole system is tied together. And so if it's, if it's not one thing it becomes a chain reaction. Yep. Like I, there was a period where I would, I would throw my lower back out at least once a year. Really? I say throw my lower back yeah. out. I'd have some sort of like really, really severe spasm in my back because again, it, I was, I was not mobile and I was not, I was not um, conscious about the mobility in my spine. And we talk about like, when you hear mobility, again, you think flexibility. We're talking about like joint movement. Yes. We're talking about range of motion in joints, like in your spine, in your fingers, in your shoulders, in your knees. We had, when we had knees over toes, that really woke me up yes. too. And I just started CrossFit. And I, when I was, because my knees were stiff, I wasn't squatting the right way. So I was pushing my, my butt back mm-hmm. and not letting my knees come forward. And it put a ton of strain on my back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. crap. Cause to so, stay up right. You're having yeah. to lean over more in order to do that. Yeah. Like in order to like keep your knees and that's how we were trained, right? Mm-hmm. The old school power mm-hmm. lifting is push your butt back, right? right. Get your yep. hamstrings and everything activated. But again, now for nine months that I've been actually active about getting my ankles, just my ankles, not even my knees, but getting my ankles to, to move better and have more range of motion, I haven't had back pain. That's so again, awesome. to your point is, okay, yeah, why does this matter? Why, why should we care? Literally just bending down and doing yard, gar, gardening, I can now literally just sit in a squat because now that's a comfortable position for me because my ankles aren't super stiff. That's awesome. Which is crazy. Yeah. And, and it's like, again... Think about just picking up food after your kids or your grandkids or whatever. But like the mobility aspect of it is huge. And we talk about, we talk, I, t- I mentioned spine as well. Like having motion in your spine and not stiff. We all sit at, I mean, no, not we all. A lot of us sit at a desk or are stationary you talk about. When your C-spine and T-spine, and I'm going to let Ben explain the difference in them, but essentially... When you, are, when you are stagnant and you are not getting motion in those joints, what happens? When bones stick together and they're yeah. pressing against, what happens to them? They get locked in. They get locked up. Mm-hmm. They, they, the muscles around them. The, the muscles around yeah. them get tight, right? Mm-hmm. So, so those get tight. Um, but even in the joints, right? Bones, it, that becomes an issue because they get tighter and tighter and tighter. And then now there's not any movement there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when you start to have some nerve issues. That's when you, you're, you have spasms. That's when you have big time issues. And that's, okay, now I got to go see, uh, you know, a, a spinal doctor yeah. because I got to figure this out. 
So like even, you know, chiropractic that gets a, that gets a really, really bad rap because it's, you hear a lot of people like, oh, they're a bunch of kooks and there's some kooks. There's some yeah. kook chiropractors out there. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm going to cure the common cold and I can cure this with chiropractic. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. But it is important to get that mobility and it's not popping and it's not this, it's getting the range of motion back into your joints. That's what chiropractor, it's the manipulation of joints. And so getting that and doing it the right way and staying regular on it and getting it, what it does is, is adjustments will get range of motion. It will break it up. It's like, it's like a rusty wheel, right? It's when you first do it, it's stiff, but you break, you break the rust off and it starts to move, okay? And then you do it again, and more and more rust comes off. And then you throw a little WD-40 in it, the lubricant that our bodies naturally make when you get range of motion into joints. Okay, now it's starting to move, now it's starting to move. It's a process kind of deal. Mm -hmm. It's not just a, oh, hey, my back feels stiff. Can you just, can you pop my back yeah. one time? So chiropractor, chiropractic is something that can be supplemented, and that's a form of mobility that we're discussing today. And it's not just that. And then you look at like tendons, then you look at ligaments. I mean, there's the, the importance of all of those things um, in, in longevity of just functionality. Mm -hmm. My dad, for example, is about to be going through knee replacements because he has not done range of motion in his knees. And just like knees over toes, when we had him on, is when you don't, when you're not moving the joint, it starts to atrophy. It starts to die because it dries out. It's not getting the natural lubricants from our body into those. And those areas just start to waste away. Yep. And that's arthritis, yep. right? And so that's what we know of in the pain. And so, again, fingers, knees, shoulders, elbows, ankles, toes, like we get arthritis in these joints because we are not moving. Yeah. Yeah, and and I even now I I ne tend to neglect mobility yeah. more than I should, and I think the main reason for that is number one, it's boring. There, there's there at certain there's certain exercises that aren't as sexy. You know, everyone wants to get in. They want to squat. They want to you know hang clean. They want to overhead press. They want to do all the fun stuff. Sled push, all that stuff is awesome. But if you're not taking care of the mobility aspect first, yeah. if you're not moving well first. You're never going to be a. You're never going to be able to do that type of stuff to its full capacity. No. You're not going to see the full benefit of it, no. and you're likely to lead yourself to injury. So, yeah. but when we get restricted on time, I only got only got 45 minutes. You, it's what like what are you going to cut? Yeah, stretch. it's like what cut am I going to cut? I'm going to cut out the warm up, right? Because yeah. that's that's not fun. Yeah. That's that's. No. But I've got to get out of, out of the mode of no. That's actually what's going to set. We talk about you talk about it before the 10,000 workout. Yeah. Am I going to do something today that's going to pre prevent me from being able to work out? in the future. Yeah. And mobility is a great way to start. And, and so when do you do mobility? You do it at the beginning of the workout. It's, it's a great way to warm your body up. But number two, now that you've opened your body up and you're exploring these new ranges of motion, you're able to control. Now you need to go do the workout. That's now going to, uh, cement that into your central nervous system. Yeah. So it's great to do mobility drills. Oh, that's awesome. But if you're not going to go and put now strength in that new range of motion and really, set that into place. So that's where I would suggest do it anytime you want. Yeah, but if you're going to only do it once, yeah. do it before a workout would, so that you're able to cement that new movement through your workout. Yeah, I, I agree. So 
one of the things that I'm still struggling with that I'm still working on is wrist mobility. Like I never, I never thought about wrist mobility, mm -hmm. right? It's whatever. But in what we do, we do a lot of front rack positions where we've got to be able to hold a barbell on our shoulders in front with our hands still on the bar. And from that position, we'll do a lot of overhead presses or jerks or, or, or um, different movements where you can't just have your fingertips on the bar like a traditional front squat. And so wrist mobility has been a challenge. And, and you know, you say, yeah, in the beginning of workout, that's great. So I, I do a ton, anytime we're in a front rack position, I do a ton of wrist mobility to warm up, to get myself to the point. But I would also argue that at the end of the workout, it's just as important too, because you are really warm. Mm -hmm. And now you can push that movement to a further place because you are yeah. already warm. And yeah. so now you can really take it to a place where it's like, okay, now I'm, you know, as, as opposed to, okay, my wrist being at a 90 degree, okay, maybe I can take it to a hundred degree yeah. angle and it may take it a little bit more just because you're warm. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would just only argue and not, it's not that it's an argument. I think they're both great. I just think if you're going to have to pick one or the other yeah, yeah. before, cause think about your example, getting your wrist in the right position. If you do that at the end, that's awesome. But then now you're not going, you're not actually going and doing huh. the actual exercise. So if you do the wrist mobility first, uh -huh. and then you go and now you have that heavy barbell, yeah. guess what? That barbell, you're going to hold that position. Your central nervous system yeah. knows yeah. what position I've got to be in. So I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're, you're exactly right that you will be more mobile after the workout yeah. and you're able to do this. But I just think if you want to cement it into place, uh -huh. do it first, then do your workout. Yeah. And what we, one of the cool things that we, um, the gym that I go to, we, we call it body armor and it's every, it's a part of every single workout yeah. and you have to do it. It's, it's built into it. And so the body armor is either some sort of core, or some sort of mobility. Yeah. Um, I love that. And, and it's, and it, again, it is strengthening your body mm -hmm. and mobility is strengthening your body and protecting it from injury. And so that's just something that I think is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Always. If there's a movement, like I said, I'll always warm it up first, mm -hmm. but let's just say like, Hey, I've got a problem area. Like my lats are really, really tight. That's part, actually mm -hmm. part of the reason why I can't get into like a real yeah. great front rack is because my lats are tight. So, okay. I'm going to do my wrists. I'm going to do my shoulders, but then after I'm going to really focus on getting my lats broken up, loosened up. And I'm going to do that. Um, here's, here's the other thing too, is just like a real life example of me. And, you know, I mentioned the front rack. The other thing too, is like shoulder mobility. Um, we, we, I think highly underestimate the importance of having mobile shoulders and, and big ranges of, of motion. For me, it's actually hindering me from workouts, certain workouts, because like I can't take my shoulder and take it vertical and then back behind my head as far mm -hmm. as I should be able to. So that's another area that yep. I've got to work on. Like yeah. muscle ups is, is something we watched on the on the games. It was the it was one of the last events, right? And they're a cool looking exercise. But if you don't if you don't have like brute strength where you can just literally pull yourself up on top of the bar, above the bar. Like you've got to have mobility to get your kipping or your motion into it to get mm -hmm. on top of it. And so I finally got them down, but every time I do them, I hurt my shoulder and it's actually my bicep tendon that, that is right. attached to my shoulder every time because I just don't have that mobility and I haven't been intentional about it. Yeah. And so whether you're Tyler and you're looking to perform at yeah. the gym, you got a big competition coming up. Big comp. Mobility is going to be important for you so you can get in the right position. And for you also competition touch last piece I'll touch on this 
there's certain standards in these movements that you have to hit. And if you're not mobile, you're not able to get and set those standards. You're going to be, your performance is going to fail for that reason. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's like, I'm never going to be doing muscle ups. I'm never going to be if your shoulders are lacking mobility, think about when you p- go to pick up your grandkids yeah. or when you go to move that big heavy sandbag, you know, in your garden. Lack of shoulder mobility, lack of hip mobility. These things yeah. will lead to injury. Think if you're it, in you pain. ankle or hip or knee mobility and you've got to bend over at the waist to pick yeah. up a sandbag, guess what's going to happen? All that stress is going to your low back. Yeah. Every single bit of it. Yeah. So whether you're 60 and you have no desire to ever <laughs> compete in a – fitness competition or you're 12 yeah. to you know 12 15 18 and you're playing sports everybody can benefit yeah. from mobility so how i want to close this out is what are some resources uh that we, we turn to mm-hmm. for for good mobility drills yeah. tyler it sounds like you your gym is awesome about mobility yeah. so go join a crossfit box that where the coach knows go join a gym and, and you know with a personal trainer that knows what they're doing if you don't have those resources yeah. There's tons of great resources online. Tons. A couple of my favorite. Number one, first and foremost, number is one. Dr. Car- Kelly Starrett. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a book, I think it was 12, 13 years ago, something like that. It's, it's been a while. More, yeah. Yeah. Called The Supple Leopard. Literally, Again. like if you get this book. You'll know everything. It, first <laughs> of all, you'll be, you'll have more than enough information and exercises and mobility to last you for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. He literally breaks down every <sighs> single joint. Crazy. And the entire body gives you multiple exercises yep. to do for each joint in the entire body. Yep. So that, again, that's the supple becoming a supple leopard yep. by Dr. Kelly Sturrett. Another one less well known, but I read this book in 2015. I think it was. It's called The Guy or A Guide to Better Movement by Todd Hargrove. It's a little more unconventional. It's a little weird, but it's a fascinating book. Again, just another take. Uh, another couple of resources I like. Actually, this is more of a CrossFit resource. The GoWad yeah. mobility app yep. is a great app. It's, I, I think they're doing like a 14-day. We have no affiliation with them, but I think they're doing like a 14-day free trial, which it's like, why, why wouldn't you? I think it's like 10 to 15-minute, yeah. just little mobility drills you can do every single yeah. day. So check that out. Another one I like is called Kinestretch, K-I-N-E, Stretch. Like kinesiology. Yeah, like kinesiology stretch. They're also, I learned a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot from them. Um, those I mean, are a couple go to of a yoga resources. studio. I yeah. Mean, there's Yoga's multiple, great. There's yep. multiple Pilates is another do. good one. Yeah. Yep. I, look, if you are, if you feel like, Hey, this is something that I've neglected for a long time in my life. This is probably something I need to do, which everybody who's listening yep. should be thinking that, uh, is just, just dig in. I mean, look up yoga, look up mobility, look up uh, stretching. I mean, there's so, I mean, there's business called the stretch lab now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's literally on every corner, there's opportunity because it is that important mm-hmm. that, I mean, there's this massive, massive explosion of businesses surrounding mobility. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of people that I encounter on a day-to-day basis could benefit, will benefit yep. from mobility training. There's a few very, very small percentages that are hypermobile, they call yeah. it, and they don't need more mobility. They actually need more strength. That's a very small percentage. That's more your gym, gymnast and things like that. The majority of us. <laughs> it's, the, it's the yogis. Yeah. The majority of us need more mobility. Yeah. We're, we're, we're sedentary a lot of times. We're stiff. So the majority of us need mobility. Again, those are great resources. But really, if you just go to Google or you go to YouTube, you're likely to find something that's going to help. Now, you can spot the BS. Anybody yeah. can. Yeah. Uh, but you're likely going to find something helpful. Yeah. The resources are out there. It's not, this isn't 2008 anymore where it's like, how do I find, you know, this or that? There's plenty of help out there. It's just got to be important to you. Yeah. 
And the only many times, unfortunately, the only reason it becomes important is because we get injured yeah. or we have some pain or nagging, yeah. nagging injury. There's, there's no reason we should not be doing some form of mobility work seven days a week. Absolutely. Because guess what? You can do that on recovery days. That's right. Like you don't have to, you don't, you, you don't need to work out every single day, do some sort of aerobic anaerobic workout, but you can do mobility every single day. Yeah. We talk about being ready for anything. Big component for being ready for anything is yeah. being pain-free, being able to move well. That's right. And that's what mobility does for you. So yeah. uh, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully you guys now go and do your own research and yeah. get in, get more mobile, become more supple, if you will. <laughs> yes. Um, it is a great book, honestly. It's <laughs> yeah, so good. It is fantastic. So, and he's uh, got a bunch of YouTube videos, and you're like, this dude, like yeah. in jeans. And this was before stretchy jeans came out. And this dude's doing, like, the craziest movements, yeah. like – his hip flexibility is crazy. Oh, no, that reminds me. Another great resource. This guy, on he's on YouTube called Smash Works. Oh, yeah. Smack, the word smash and works is W-E-R-X. He is a uh, physical therapist, phenomenal uh, with movement and, and injury prevention. Darren actually does a lot of this yeah. guy's uh, stuff, and, and it's helped him out uh, tremendously. So Smash Works is another, another resource for you guys. But anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, please help us by sharing the podcast, Come on. Text, text to a friend, post it to your Instagram. Um, and then also follow us on Instagram at one.shot.pod, uh, on our YouTube channel. We've got another Saturday suffering coming up. up soon at the end of the month. We're going to do another workout. I think y'all will enjoy that one. Uh, it's going to again, challenge Tyler and I in a way that we don't like being challenged, um, which is with our endurance. <laughs> Love so, uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. Uh, so make sure you guys are subscribed so you don't miss out on that one. But anyway, hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. Wish Tyler luck. Shoot him a DM uh, for this weekend. Hope he doesn't get hurt. He's old now. Yeah. Um, hopefully he does his mobility drills. Before, yeah, before. Before the competition. So we'll try. Anyway, go, go get him. Go kick some ass. Thanks, man. All right, y'all. Appreciate it.